Hello, podcast listeners. You've reached This Marketing Life, and I'm your host, Fiona McEachran. This Marketing Life is the podcast that discusses the real-world challenges and opportunities facing today's marketing manager. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on iTunes and visit thismarketinglife.com to subscribe to future episodes and cool marketing management goodies. And if you have any questions about marketing management, please contact me. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my personal experience and advice for the first month that you start a new job as a marketing manager. I started about a month ago as the global marketing manager at an inspiring business called The Langley Group. Based here in Sydney, but with clients and projects around the globe. The first month as a marketing manager is usually the hardest, and it has been an exciting challenge for me. Sitting back now and looking over the past four or so weeks in my new role has enabled me to extract some pretty cool insights. I hope by talking about these that you can feel better as well about your first month as a marketing manager, or even message me some suggestions if I don't think of all the cool things that can help. So I'm just going to list out a few suggestions and some insights and um, yeah, I, ho- I hope you find these helpful. My first suggestion would be when you first start to become intimately engrossed in the marketing plan or the existing marketing plan, or if you've been brought in to do a, a brand new calendar year marketing plan or financial year marketing plan that you become engrossed in previous year's marketing plans. So what do I mean by becoming intimately engrossed? Well, firstly, read it cover to cover. Uh, Read every single page with a cup of tea or cup of coffee and just really understand what's been mapped out. And secondly, understand where it fits, where the marketing plan fits in the long-term vision and goals of the business. I mean, if you can get hold of the business plan as well, if that is shared with you, that you can see the business plan for the business and what the business is trying to achieve, that can help so much when you're mapping out the marketing plan to the business plan. And becoming engrossed in the current or previous marketing plan, you'll be able to see how effectively it is or has been implemented and tracked and and hopefully see some results of what is working and what is not working. And if you have time if and, and the resources, break it down as much as you can, line by line, understand every single line, discuss it with the authors of the marketing plan if, if they're still in the business, or if, if the authors have moved on, see if you can grab one of the business leaders who can take you through the marketing plan. But yes, in your first month, get to know the marketing plan and get to know what's in it. My second suggestion would be to pace yourself. There is a lot of information to take in and it can be so overwhelming when you start a new role. Uh, there's so many things that are, that is new that can easily that your brain has to adjust to and take in. So you've got a, a new physical location, most likely. You'll have a new office, a new office space, an office environment with a new desk and new setup. Of course, there's new people that you have to get to know. There is new culture that you have to that hopefully aligns to what you were told in the interview or told by the recruiter. You want that culture that they sold you to 
to be the culture that you're getting used to in your first month. You also have to learn the new business practices, the new products and services of the business if you're not too intimately involved in the business. Also, you're going to start to learn the, the bad habits that the business has in that first month. And hopefully you will also see the good habits. I mean, in that first four weeks, it is a steep learning and adaption curve. It's almost the same as when you join any new club or group or community. There are systems and processes in place for those, those groups and clubs and communities. Even if they're not really efficient and sometimes they don't make sense, they're still there. And you have to take it in and you have to learn. And then also there are personalities and existing relationships you have to be aware of that is, that is a, the dynamics of the group. And sometimes you have to be aware of them or either sidestep them just as you're getting accustomed to that group. Uh, ultimately, you have to find a learning pace in that first month that works for you. So you don't have new job burnout. If you've joined a good team like I have, you will find that they are accommodating and give you the space to catch up. Also, there is no such thing as a stupid question. Yes, you should be asking so many questions in your first month that your team members become slightly annoyed. But ask anyway, ask everybody. You may be surprised where the most helpful ideas and insights come from. There is a good chance that your manager or direct report may tell you who are the best people to be asking questions of as well. So see if you can learn that uh, when you're being inducted. My next suggestion would be to get to know people and to listen a lot. People are the foundation of any business. Yes, I know my number one strength in StrengthsFinder 2.0 is individualist or individualism, which gives me an ongoing strong desire to understand each individual in a team and see how I can work best with them. This is something that you should really endeavor to do in your first month as well. And I have found that this has definitely helped me a lot. Hopefully your induction will include one-to-one -one meetings with your major internal stakeholders, but if it doesn't, pursue these catch-ups yourself. Meet with finance, sales, support, delivery, even reception, reception and administrators who keep everything running in the background. And as I mentioned before that I've done StrengthsFinder 2.0 and I know my top five strengths, it is definitely worth investing in psychometric assessments. It's worth your time and your money if, it, if there is a cost. This will help you better understand your own strengths and know yourself and how you can best work with people. So whether it is the Strengths Profile, SCARF or StrengthsFinder 2.0, these are invaluable tools that can give you amazing insights and drive your focus on your strengths and towards your strengths, rather than trying to fix those weaknesses that are likely impossible to fix, but need to be mitigated. I mean, it's like at school, if you can remember back that far, when your parents or, or teacher wanted you to study harder in subjects that you just did not like or did not get or couldn't excel in. And straight A students, I think, are flukes that 
the ability to be strong and get straight A's across all topics and subjects. And I think you'll find that after you leave school and the educational environment, straight A humans in the workplace are rarer still. So this is why it is a it is a suggestion of mine to find out your strengths. And this will definitely make your first month a little bit easier. I know my strengths finder, I know my scarf, and I know my strengths profile, and these have definitely helped me in my first month. And it's also great that uh, Langley Group supports these as well. So knowing strengths is already part of their conversation as well, which has just made it so much easier. Uh, my next suggestion would be to try and look at marketing through a different lens, if that makes sense. I mean, while the concepts, ideas, tactics, and strategies are fairly similar in marketing across the board, they do actually differ from business to business in their execution. Shock, surprise, horror. I mean, it's nice to think that you can just copy paste what you have done before in your previous role straight into your new role, but that is rarely the case. This is especially true if you have to change industry. Whether you like it or not, there is a little bit of back to basics when you start in a new business. And this has kind of been what it's like for me as well. You may need to refresh your marketing point of view. That's why doing a marketing audit or just observing what is working and not working first is the best way to go. You may be surprised to see a tactic that you wouldn't previously use before actually working quite well in the business. Uh, so far, in my experience, uh, the tactics that I've known to work well before uh, as, uh, are starting to work really well in Langley Group. So I found that they do work. But I have heard stories from other marketers who have shied away from traditional forms of advertising like radio or, or big display advertising for, say, on buses or at train stations. Uh, I've heard that that these haven't worked well for some businesses, but then they've come into a new marketing role in a business and they're actually seeing that they're that, that is really, really good at driving brand awareness. So I'm just saying just try and adjust your lens when you're starting in a new business because one thing that may have worked before may not work this time and something that uh, that uh, you wouldn't think worked before actually works this time. And lastly, throw yourself in. Even though there's going to be a lot of auditing and looking back, looking at all the existing marketing and meeting the new people and getting to know the business and the customers and the culture, sometimes you're just going to have to throw yourself in and participate in some small campaigns or help out on some existing running campaigns. This might include going out on the road for a day with one of the salespeople to see if to so you can see the prospective customers that you'll be marketing to firsthand. I mean, nothing in the office uh, replicates that kind of learning that that you can have by watching a salesperson live, real time, interacting with a prospect. Another way of throwing yourself in is attending an exhibition or event as the business or on behalf of the business. Uh, luckily for me, I was thrown in at the deep end at the Victoria HR Leadership Summit at the Crown Conference Centre in Melbourne in my third week. And what a roller coaster ride that was. I mean, it was a learning speed train. 
uh, just seeing customer after customer coming up and talking to us and asking questions. And I must admit, I was really surprised with the level of knowledge that HR leaders have these days. I mean, they really seem to be on the ball and they really seem to realize that what worked before doesn't work now. So they're, they're really wanting to invest in these new tools and this new education that hasn't previously existed, previously existed for HR managers. So that was exciting. I mean, I had so many learnings in those couple of days that just took my understanding of the business and customers to the next level in a way that the trawling over data from Facebook or data from Google Analytics couldn't have taught me. So it is good to some, as scary as it was, and you won't be able to answer questions like I wasn't able to answer questions, but luckily I had, uh, I had my co-workers nearby who could step in and help with the questions. But uh, it's as scary as it is, it is invaluable to, to jump into those things. Uh, other ways to throw yourself in is you could uh, set up and run some EDMs to the database that are part of the marketing plan and, and scope those out for yourself to get an understanding of how the business communicates with customers. Uh, you could run a small social media campaign on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, or on Instagram. Just a very short, small campaign. So I ran a few initially based on uh, certain goals, marketing goals that I saw were in the marketing plan and certain outcomes that we wanted. So I ran a couple of campaigns, but the campaigns were no longer than three days because I'm, I'm not going to, and, and they, I didn't set a very, very high budget either because I wanted to see just in short bursts how my understanding of the marketing plan was playing out in the real world and those three-day campaigns taught me a lot so as scary as they were running these campaigns to this for this new business to these new customers they actually turned out quite well and i i was able to get insights from those so you can be cautious in your first month to a degree but as i say there are some great learnings and small wins that you can have by getting your feet wet in some campaigns that are already running in the first month that you start. So that's pretty much it. That's pretty much my first great month uh, at the Langley Group. And I'm quite lucky as I feel that they are a great business and they have a great team. They're passionate. Uh, everybody is, is driven behind the business goals. And the business has world-changing educational products that I really look forward to seeing roll out across multiple businesses and teams of all sizes. I mean, the benefits of investing in positive psychology and emotional intelligence and taking the scientific brain approach through neuroscience that I have witnessed can be transformative. And as for the Langley Group Marketing, yes. I am still coming to terms with the plan and the strategies and the tactics and aligning all the marketing to the 2020 vision. Of course, I'm still coming to terms. Cracky, it's only been one month. So thanks for listening. If you like the show, please leave a rating or review on iTunes. Also, please visit thismarketinglife.com to view the show notes and subscribe to future episodes. I would love your feedback. If you have any burning questions on marketing management, you can ask on the website, through Twitter, on the Facebook page, or just email me at hi at thismarketinglife.com. Until next time, keep marketing.